Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hello Australia, welcome to my Millennial Money Express. I'm Glenn James and today we're talking three tips to prevent burnout. Uh, Vanessa Bennett joins me from Next Evolution Performance. Before we get into our chat with Vanessa, if you're new to the podcast, thanks for listening. This is a spin-off from the My Millennial Money podcast and I just wanted to do concise episodes that drop on a weekly basis just to encourage you. I'm not a journalist, I'm not an author, I'm not a blogger, I'm barely a person at the best of times, but I was a financial advisor and I've retired from that. And after 12 years of being an advisor, I've really seen what works with our personal finance and what doesn't. And I just want to encourage you. So today we're going to talk about tips to prevent burnout. Vanessa Bennett, thanks so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Glenn. The first tip that you gave me was managing mental energy. Talk to us about <laughs> And we're laughing because I forgot to press record earlier and uh, I tried to say cognitive and I said it cognitive. So, uh, <laughs> we're, managing mental, we're managing mental energy. So, how are we doing that, Vanessa? Exactly. So, our brain takes a lot of energy. Out of all the food that we eat, about 20 to 25% of that fuel goes into our brains. So, it's, it's quite often we can just sit at our desk all day and feel like we've run a marathon. Okay. That's just burning through that cognitive energy. And so, what happens is if we don't know how to use it effectively, we just go into overload. So think of it like money, okay? We, we've got this concept that we call energy credits. And it's like if we want more energy credits, then you can earn more or spend less. It's the same thing with this cognitive energy or mental energy idea is that most people just keep spending mental energy because they don't know how to use it more efficiently. So if we can help people do that and they can get more done in less time with less effort, that helps with productivity. Mm. Your second point was setting boundaries. Uh, is that with other people, with our own habits and crap that we do? You know, setting boundaries, it's a big thing and it's not an easy thing. No, that's right. Boundaries is a big topic. We could just do a whole podcast based on boundaries. Mm. Uh, so, boundaries come, I think, first and foremost with ourselves. If we can't set boundaries for ourselves as to how we want to work, how we want to live, how we want to operate, all of these kind of things, it's very hard to then try to set boundaries for other people in terms of how they interact with us. So, I think setting boundaries with ourselves is really important first. Then we can look at, well, how do we set boundaries with our body? bosses, with our co-workers, with our staff, uh, and then, of course, with people at home, so friends and family. And it's funny, the boundary thing, it kind of, well, I reckon it actually does tie into the managing your mental energy. Mm. Because if you're stretched from saying yes to everyone, you're going to have no energy left for you to operate and function. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Being able to say no, those two little letters, Yeah. very good energy management tool. 
So if I'm in, so managing boundaries, like we get a lot of listeners that write in and say, oh, my parents want me to do this or, you know, my partner wants me to do this and I'm not comfortable with it. What's some low hanging fruit examples that we can use to start to set good boundaries? Mm, Sure. I like rather than just saying yes off the bat and then you feel bad that you've said that because now you're stretched and you're not sure you can get everything done and, and whatnot. I like to sort of, if saying no is too much of a stretch right off the bat and it's, you know, it's just a bridge too far from from saying yes to everything, then saying yes to little bits of something. So you might say, well, no, I can't do that, but I could do this by that time. And that works at work, it works at home, et cetera, et cetera. So you still want to give the impression that you still want to help people, absolutely, mm. but coming up with an alternative. So if they need something to be done, well, is there someone else that can help? Could you enlist the help of somebody else? So can we still get things done, but can we either outsource it or can we just negotiate on what gets done by when? And maybe it is a, hey, I'm, I'm interested, but can I have a bit of time to think about it uh, and just kick the can down the road. And then I don't think it's a problem to say, look, if I, you know, I've said yes in the past to people straight away and I haven't given it my all and it's stretched me. So do you mind if I actually think about this and get back to you? Yeah, absolutely. And then people are thinking, like, if I was on the receiving end of that, I'd say, oh, Glenn's actually really wanting to make sure that he gives this some considered thought. So if he says yes, I know that I'm going to get a great result from him. Mm. And I think like what you said practice with little things yeah and maybe for little favors from people that don't come to you a lot and that's okay and this is why i like to kind of dig deep that one person at work that might see you as a pushover or subconsciously knows i can just go to this person they'll just do it for me it's going to be harder for you to change their expectations so maybe as a practice thing, if L Rando from the second floor comes to see you and says, hey, can you do this for me? It's easy to practice on that because there's no prior expectations. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we train other people how to treat us. Yes. Even if it's not conscious. Yes. Generally speaking, if it's in the subconscious, that's when it's probably not working out so great for you. Mm. So if if, I always say, oh, you know, but someone, someone made me feel this way. It's like, no, you chose to feel that way about that response. Mm. Or, you know, someone always treats me this way. Well, did you train them not to treat you that way? Yeah. You might be thinking like, this is a money podcast. Why aren't they talking about money? Look, if you're not at the best version of you, you're not going to earn more money. You're not going to keep more money because you're going to end up doing dumb things because you're not satisfied. And, you know, so I'm just of a, I'm such of a firm belief that if you become the best version of you operating, you'll have the best chance of nailing it with whatever you do because you're the healthiest version of you. Yes. And they're, it's kind of a chicken and an egg situation. They're both related, right? Like totally. We often uh, – so there's, there's now a lot, of, uh, a lot of work out there showing that financial well-being is very much linked and part of – overall well-being mm. and it's a chicken and an egg. So if we have some good mental well-being and we're in a position where we're feeling productive, we're feeling like we're achieving things, 
then we've got a better mindset. We're more likely to be able to go for a pay rise. We're more likely to go and just get a better job that pays more. Um, We're better to set boundaries so that people aren't forcing us to work crazy hours you know to to really sort of feel like we're on the path to burnout Mm -hmm. so if you've got a better mindset you can go out and get basically a better job with more money the other thing the the other side of the coin is if you don't have that we see a lot of people spending money on self-soothing rather than self-care now don't get me wrong big fan of going for a facial and doing all these kind of things that Mm. kind of help me as part of my self-care process. Um, But when you're spending money just for the sake of spending money and trying to get that quick dopamine hit just to make you feel better and then three days later you don't even care about whatever Mm. that, you know, material thing that you bought, then that's draining your finances as well. So we want you to be able to have a great mindset, overall well-being, so you can go out, command more money, earn more money, get more clients, whatever it is in terms of the um, the, the situation that you have for your work um, and spend less unnecessarily. And that's whether it's energy, which is also your currency, mm. whether it's money, they are, they are inextricably linked. Mm, so good. I want to finish up with your third point around personal accountability. What do you mean by that? Basically, I mean that you are your own responsibility and no one else's. So if you don't go into bat for yourself for a pay rise, if you don't stick up for yourself in terms of how other people think that they can treat you and set boundaries according to that, if you're unhappy about something, complaining about it isn't going to fix it. So it comes down to you taking personal accountability to do what is ever necessary for you to feel like you're moving forward and achieving whatever that is for you. We're not saying that everyone everyone has a certain level that should be achieving and below that is not successful. It's about for you to set up your definition of success for you and then what do you need? So do you need to ask your employer for more professional development. Um, You know, I hear people saying, oh, I left my boss because, you know, he or she didn't do this. It's like, well, did you ask for that? Well, they're not mind readers. You know, so take accountability. So whether it's at work, whether it's with friends, whether it's with family, it's like we need to take accountability to look after our needs so that we can be the best version of ourselves to then look after others. Yeah, because really looking through that personal accountability with the preventing burnout. Yes. I, for me in my own life, when I've hit the wall, I didn't wake up and I hit the wall. It was this cascading thing. Yeah. And and I'll tell you what I've developed in my life and some of the listeners have, have heard, but I've got personal accountability. If I want a good night's sleep, well, I'll, I'll go back. I know... I operate better each day. My mood's better. I'm less, I've got more, my temper isn't as weird and you've got more tolerance if I've got a good night's sleep Mm. and I've slept. So I've got a personal responsibility not to throw down a bowl of sugar. I mean, ice cream, 10 minutes before I go to bed because my mind needs to be at ease. It needs to be relaxed to get a good night's sleep before 10 p.m., for example. Because... If I don't focus on good sleep, if I don't focus on my diet, well, there's more chance of me getting burned out because I'm just running, burning the candle at both ends, as they say. So what I've, and not everyone's in a a position to do what I've done in my business, but 
my personality, it used to be a go, 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 splat, lounge for two weeks, no capacity, rinse and repeat. So what I've done now in, and this is why you've got to find a system that works for you. And I say no to more things than I say yes. That's number one. I've got a two week on, two week off schedule. And the two weeks off, it doesn't actually mean Glenn's not working in those two weeks. But what it is, for me, having a full calendar can trigger anxiety in me if it's prolonged. So the two weeks off, quote unquote, in my calendar, Jess can ask my PA and producer, she can't book anything in those two weeks. So for those two weeks, I get autonomy to not have any pressure of having to go to any appointments that I haven't put in myself. So if there's a, you know, if there's an off week and I've decided to do something, that's fine because I've got the capacity to do it. So next week is an off week for me. And I've got one thing in on the Wednesday that I wanted to do. And it just works for me. Perfect. And by doing this on off approach, and it's not that I don't do any work for those two weeks. It takes away that stress and expectation that I have to be on. So, I don't know. My encouragement to you guys is what can you do in your life to develop a system that prevents you splat and hitting the wall? Yeah. And, and you're right. You know, what you've done there is, you know, you've really thought outside the square about that. So different people are going to have different parameters and different abilities to be able to do that. But everyone has more control than they think they do. So before people say, oh, well, I can't just say to my boss that I'm not working two, two weeks a, a month. Maybe you can't do that, but there will be something else that you can do. You just need to work out what that is. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, even with all the work that, that we do and we've got an online course for that now is to help people tap into how do you get more done with less effort because when you do that you have you now have the ability to be more in the driver's seat of how you want to work if people see you getting results you're building trust and there's a link below to vanessa's online course and if you use the promo code m3 you'll get a 75 us dollar slash around a hundred dollar discount and we don't have time on the express podcast but if you want to learn more about vanessa and her vibe and all that there's a full episode on my millennial money which was almost an hour of talking about this mindset stuff Uh, but we might leave it there so some tips to prevent burnout really be conscious of your mental energy 100%, you need to set boundaries. Say no, practice small things and then get better. Be known as that person who, you know, when you do something, baby, I'm all in and I won't let you down. But then no means no. And then what have you got in your life as personal accountability? Because I can't outsource my fitness to a or my weight loss to a diet shake. I can't outsource my money management to Afterpay or ZipPay. I have to learn how to do it myself to get the longevity. Any final words, Vanessa? All of those pretty much sum it up. Yeah. You can work with those. That's a good way to go about it. Uh, your finances, your happiness, your mental health, your well-being, your performance, your productivity, your job choice, everything is on you. Mm. So, don't be the victim, 
Make sure that you're owning it, owning your choices. If you make mistakes along the way, that's half the fun. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, you're not going to get everything right, but that's a learning experience. And so, the, so, so long as you learn from things, then that's okay. It's all a work in progress and trial and error, but just have fun, but just own it. As I say, I'll try anything twice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Vanessa, thanks so much for joining me on My Melanie Money Express. That's a pleasure, Glenn. Thanks for having me. Bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorised representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services licence 451289.